Hey, Sierra. Hey. <laughs> All right. So, episode three. Turn up. <laughs> um, okay. I think we're talking about resources today. And I got that idea because we... Was that this week? Went to a... It was last... No, last week. Last week. It was last week? Okay, yeah. It was cold as hell and snowing. It was and definitely cold today. Yeah, it was cold. Um, But yeah, okay. So, we went to... a. Um, I guess they did a panel style. It wasn't a real discussion. It was just them kind of like throwing off uh, information from their respective programs or jobs or whatever. So anyway, there was a a panel that D-Case had at the Chicago Cultural Center. Just in case y'all know what D-Case is, that's the Department of Cultural Affairs and Special Events. There you go. There you go. Yes. So that's okay. So since we're talking about resources, that's a huge resource, especially for me and Sierra. But yep. they did uh, uh, just a, like a grant. It wasn't a workshop. It was a panel, but technically like a workshop where um, there were a couple of people who work for different, I don't know if they're nonprofits, but they're organizations that give grants to artists or creatives, you know, in different uh, of different um, mediums. Um, and I went and for me, I was getting a little bored. I was just like, yeah, I'm ready to go, blah, blah. I mean, I, especially once, um, they started saying that like, okay, so one of them was specifically for dancers, you know, and another one, the other two, it could have different, different, um, you could do different things, but I was like, why you got somebody up there who only for dancers, you know, or this, they focus on this, like what, what I'm gonna do with that? You know what I'm saying? Like what I'm gonna do with that? But I did take from it uh, that they, I didn't even know that they had a such thing as, um, invite only, like you had to be invited to apply for the grant. I was familiar with that. I am familiar with that. And I don't know if it's just because I've been really researching grants ever uh-huh. for the last like year or two. Mm-hmm. So maybe I knew, and then actually, even though it was dry because uh, people just not be knowing how to present well. Yeah. But the information still was good. Yeah. They just, if you're gonna present, learn how to present. You yeah. know, fluctuate your voice. Some just some of the basics. <laughs> yeah. That you should know about presenting. Yeah, and that's what that I was. Happened. I was text texting Sierra like they should have a slideshow or something. Like it's just, just yeah, you know. Um, but I was like, okay, look, you know. Come on now. But they did for me. They had some good information. And even though some information was information I already knew, Mm -hmm. it was like a good reminder, good refresher, Mm -hmm. good, like, don't forget these things. Mm -hmm. And so even though it was dry, definitely dry, it was definitely beneficial. I'm happy I went. Yeah. I actually, you know what? You know what? If I want to get real technical, I recorded it. So maybe I could go through and you know, drop a little something in there, you know what I'm saying, in this podcast. I don't know. I didn't ask permission. I don't even know about all that stuff. So y'all might not hear anything from that. But, you know, it was a good thing. And so we just kind of here today to kind of implore you all to start looking wider, widely at what your resources could be, especially if you're, you know, creative people uh, who kind of want to like, make a living off your art or, you know, just being creative in a, on your own, you know, like a freelance person, you know, no job structure. Um, it's bomb if you could find like a creative job, you know what I'm saying? Like you can, 
you know, I guess that's where people go into marketing and stuff like that. But either way, um, one of the things that they said as far as the invite only ones, one of the biggest thing that I took from it was to just be doing your work. Like she was like, you know, people always ask, how do you get invited? How do you get invited? And she was like, you know, you don't know who the people are that are looking. You don't know who they are. And so um, just focus on doing your projects, you know, do do your stuff. And then, you know, you'll notice who notices you, you know, or you, you may not find out who it is. But once if you get an invite, then you know that, OK, you're doing enough to get noticed now, you know, and so. Um, we just need to talk about doing the work part of it because you can get all these resources. I listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, you know, I'm on Instagram looking at people do stuff. I, I take information from everywhere. All, like, you know, pretty much every single day something is, you know, informational or, you know, some kind of resource for me. Um, but not every day I'm sitting up there applying what I'm picking up you know what I'm saying I think that's just the truth I would like to say that I'm like a master networker Mm -hmm. but even with me loving to network I'm at random events things that sometimes have nothing to do with what I'm doing but I think um the follow-up is what's key and Mm -hmm. it's what I know I need to even be better at I'm think I'm good at the first Mm follow-up But it's the second follow-up. It's like, okay, if I emailed you once and I didn't hear anything back, I might not follow up again. But I will say one thing about me is that if you give me some information that can be beneficial to me, uh-huh. oh, I'm on it. Yeah. And that's that's a, especially if it's a right now beneficial yeah. thing, like you can't tell me about a grant and think I'm not about to go research it yeah. or try to apply. Sometimes I'm shooting my shot for things that I know I'm not ready, yeah. really ready for, but I'm going to shoot my shot though. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I admire that about you because sometimes it takes me a long time to actually do the do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll think about it and I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I ruminate a little too much. I'm definitely like an overthinker. Um, but I will say that, um, you know, it's it's funny you saying that. I can't. I'm try. I was trying to say something else, but I keep hearing myself thinking like how it's different now. And not not to just bring up like having a baby, but I swear, I something happened to where like I implement things faster. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm getting the point now. I'm seeing it's like like literally like oh, it don't take as long for me to like get stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like not that I felt like I was super slow, but I just did not realize like it's like all so clear now you know so, like every day I'm just like wow like I not just wasted a lot of time but um I mean I would do stuff like okay so like the the year that I applied for the grant actually okay so you say you jump on things or whatever so when I first heard about the grant from I, I heard, somebody told me about it and they ended up not even applying even though they they I'm without a doubt could have got it you know what I'm saying especially I didn't get it the first time that I applied um, the second time I did end up getting, but I switched it up. I did more research. I, uh, figured out better how to, you know, I was going to workshops and all that other stuff. And then I ended up getting it, but that's what I'm saying. Like it took me time. You know what I'm saying? I did. I don't just naturally like go through the motions of like finding out the information and doing it. I was just like, mm, if I'm going to try to just kind of trepidatiously enter into things. And I feel like that's always to my detriment. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I hesitate first. And or kind of halfway do it like I know it should be I could or whatever but I'll just like forget it and you know I'll maybe I'll try then I'm at the last minute and it's always kind of like it's just wavery and 
now I'm just like, okay, I, I know how to find the information. I'm finna, you know, if I'm finna do this, I'm finna really do this. It's finna be a good one. You know, if I don't get it, I'm at the top and I'm finna be, you know, whatever. Um, but I don't know. I just, I find myself applying stuff a lot faster. And I think even, even now these days I've been <laughs> kind of on like a self-help journey. You know, I've been telling you about like Les Brown and um, the, the You Are a Badass books and stuff like that. And not to get caught up in it, but it is so helpful. Like it, it just that's part of that clarity thing. Like it really is just like, oh, you you working through your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the stuff that they bring up, you be like, oh, I really do do that. Oh, I need to. Okay, okay, okay. So you know, I got it. I got it now. Um, I don't know. For me, well, ultimately for Next Level Society, uh-huh. I want Next Level Society to be an entrepreneurial resource center mm-hmm. focused on our careers. Like, mm-hmm. that's the goal. So, me obtaining resources is, to a certain extent, a strong suit. But the area I kind of, like, fall in is that sometimes I move too quick. Mm-hmm. Because I'm more so, you give me a resource... And like I said, I'm going to shoot my shot whether I feel I'm qualified for it or not. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's better to wait Mm -hmm. and wait till you're better prepared and wait till you've really thought it through. And a lot of times I just move. And it's not that I don't think things through Mm -hmm. because I definitely do. You have to be strategic. But I still, I don't always want to (laughs) wait. I don't want to wait. Like, even having a physical location for Next Level Society, mm-hmm. that's something where we are discussing literally right now, mm-hmm. and it's something I'm battling with. Like, I want to do it right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. <laughs> we'll have one. Um, we'll be, like, purchasing property this year, mm-hmm. opening early 2020. Okay. But it's like, but it's a smart. Yeah. And should you wait? Until the brand is built a little more, until um, you have consistent donors, until and so for me, mm-hmm. when it comes to resources, I'm gonna go get the resources. Yeah. I'm gonna go out here and network, and I'm gonna, you know, and connect to people and apply for the grants and um, go after the partnerships. I'm, I'm gonna do it. That's that's the easy part yeah. for me is being able to say wait. And then also being able to say, no, don't wait. And that's probably like always my biggest internal battle when I do get a resource. It's mm-hmm. like, jump on it now mm-hmm. or wait. And I swear to you, for me, that's the hardest thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I the, the jump on it now thing, yes, a, a little bit I'll do that. But for the most part, I'm like, I'm waiting. I'm like, I don't know. And, and it's not necessarily a good thing for me. It's, it's always the hesitation. Like, And I think that goes back to a conversation we had about like confidence. You know, like my first question is always like, can I do it? I don't know. You know, and it's just like, I don't know. I don't know why I go through that all the time. Like I've done a lot of the work, a lot of the research, a lot of the learning classes, workshops, all the things, whatever. And I still have like, Am I am I good enough? Am I going to do it? You know, like, how am I going to be perceived? I don't know. I don't know. And it's just like, I don't want to not know. I don't I don't want to keep going through those things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to go for it. You know, like, why, I, why do I hesitate so much? You know, or why do I over like over look for information? Like, OK, Jakina, you know, like, just do the shit, you know, like, just do it, you know. 
Um, you know what I honestly would say to that is that you just need to find a partner who has the just do it mentality mm-hmm. so you guys balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Because I will say this, one of my board members is more like that where he, he will be like, hold on, mm-hmm. what are you doing, Sierra? What? How? <laughs> why uh-huh. and I'm like but why we can't just do it and so because it's a nonprofit, I can't make decisions on my own we have to make yeah. group decisions and but that's a good thing mm-hmm. because now I have someone who will really back mm-hmm. really back CR mm-hmm. come on the only the challenge you come down to when I have to be the deciding mm-hmm. decision maker in the process because, like, right now, my team is split about the property. Mm. You know, um, it's kind of half and half. And so, I'm the... And I'm like, I don't know. But, again, to your... You know, to what you were saying, my point is for you would just be... Find someone who has that just do it mentality mm-hmm. and action behind themselves mm-hmm. to help balance you out. Because yeah. that's a good thing. Yeah. Because you do the extra research and you do the extra miles. And so you can bring that information to the table. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, this whole um, no new friends or I got to do everything by myself yeah. generation is buffoolery. <laughs> buffoolery. <laughs> like, you need a team. Yeah. I wish... I don't know what's wrong with the world, and I know it's all about trust issues and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You need a team. Yeah. I'm going to say a team. There's no <laughs> successful person yeah. that don't have a team. Mm-hmm. All these entertainers, every actress, everybody you see, basketball players, everybody, CEOs, everybody you see at the top has a solid team, mm-hmm. which is how they made it to the top. Everybody want to be like, I'm self-made. I did this on my own. Mm. I ain't had any lies. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do it on your own. Yeah. You're not self-made. Yeah. And, and if you are doing it on your own, you struggling, you stressed. You know what I'm saying? That shit ain't fun. <laughs> you know, why? Why you, you, at, the, at the end, you're going to be like, I wish I wouldn't have been trying to say I did it on my own. That's just not fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's you. you're wasting time, sis. Or, bro, like, you know. Bruh. Stop. Let me tell you, I'm looking like, who can I get some work to? <laughs> I don't want to do it all, okay? Yeah. I don't want to be the yeah. financial department, the marketing department, the creative department. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to do it all. But to the end, then it's like, okay, where do we find this team? Like, okay, this is back to these resources. Who who, who going to help me, boo? Like, <laughs> who, who, who? Where they at, though? Like, and, you know, when you at that phase, like, you're, you're it's, it, it does come down to money, too. Like, you're, I'm sure your property thing is, like, okay, the money thing. And then, so with your team, how you going to pay for people or whatever? Yes, you could do the intern, you know, thing, but for so long or so far or whatever, but you still got, that takes time. You got to vet, find, you know, you got to train, all of that stuff. And not that that's just scare anybody away or anything, but where do we start with the whole finding the team thing? Especially when, you at, when you're at a certain point and you don't know, I guess it's like, how do you get people to believe in your vision if it's not financially feeding them? Not even, not even financially feeding, feeding them, but like, how do you get them to see it if it's not fully there or flushed, you know? Well, one, have your idea fully flushed. Guess mm-hmm. yeah. kind of like oh, okay. the it's, key. You got it there. Like, mm-hmm. say you got the business plan or whatever, but if it's, it's something you can't see. Like, so so you have next level society. You don't have the building. You know what I'm saying? So is it fully flushed because you have, like, a plan? You have something they could read, a deck, or, you know, how do you... You know what? Okay, so 
now that I just think about my, just to go back to my process, because mm-hmm. actually I feel like I got a few answers, but mm-hmm. I did, I had things rolling before I had a team. Mm-hmm. So I did produce the very first program on my own. Mm-hmm. And I came up with the curriculum and all of the, well, not the curriculum, let me take that back, um, especially since my board member did <laughs> such a great job on the curriculum. Yeah. But I had the lesson plans for it. And all of that before I had wrote the grant. That's how it got started. Mm-hmm. I, I did get the partnership. All of these things. So I did get started pre-team. Mm-hmm. But that might be maybe that's the key. You just have to get started. Yeah. I wasn't. The company wasn't built. The company wasn't completely flushed out. But I, I had already started, and I had already begun to lay the foundation. I think the other key when it comes to building a team. It's one, not rushing it. Again, we live in a society where everybody wants it now. Mm-hmm. But you also just have to realize it do take time so you can find mm-hmm. that the right people. Mm-hmm. Because I've been through that before. I had a business partner previously <laughs> in another venture. That's a whole other story. Uh-huh. But I do think it's it takes time. And it also, for me personally, I'm always looking for people who can benefit from the business as well. Mm-hmm. So not just, oh, I need your help. I need your help, but this is also how it can help you. Mm-hmm. And so that's usually my approach to anyone who I I work with, mm-hmm. but especially who's going to work within the company. Okay, I can help you and you can help me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what helped build the team because it wasn't just a come on board and do all this work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come on board, do all this work. But through the process, we're building your business. Mm-hmm. And through the process, we getting, we're expanding your experience and we are expanding what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my approach. And now it's actually mandatory for a board member to be able to bring something to the table through their own business. Mm, okay. So how can what you're doing already benefit the company? Mandatory, can, like you made it mandatory or like when you, you have a 5013C, there's, there's something that... I made it mandatory. Okay, okay. You know, because you set the rules on who you want, you know, like how you want your members to come in. Mm-hmm. And I just decided that like, that's mandatory now. Like we need to be able to help you and you need to be able to help us through your business. So no one who's a part of the board would just be like, someone far-fetched that has nothing to do with what we're doing okay (laughs) okay that that reminds me too uh you know when I started the magazine and um my team consisted of a makeup artist and another writer that was it well and somebody else who helped with other other little things you know getting around or you know uh helping find people doing a little stuff but it was pretty much, you know, I I definitely didn't do, even though I look at it like, man, I didn't, it didn't get to where I wanted it to get to, but what I did get done, I definitely didn't do by myself, and I just started with my friends, and I feel like that's a, um, you know, that's a slippery slope sometimes, um, <laughs> working with friends, especially like trying to go into business and all that stuff, but it didn't, it it, it worked out well for me. I just always had a, I just always had this pressure in the back of my head, and like I just, I don't want to seem like. I'm not doing enough. I, I want I want to make sure I'm taken seriously, um, and that I can that they know that I'm working towards getting us somewhere. You know, I felt like I felt a lot of pressure with that, especially when just I was running into, you know, having a hard time 
not knowing what I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like when I look back on it, it's just like, oh, there's so many things that I just didn't realize. But I do, I did know that I needed a team and I wanted it to grow. I wanted it to be better. Um, but that was like a huge struggle for me back then. Like when you're like doing all the work, I mean, I'm taking pictures, writing stories, reaching out, like trying to find all the people, you know, scheduling, like the bigger your team, the the more scheduling you have to do. Like, you know, it, it was just a lot to try to do to then also be on the business side, trying to get money, trying to do, you know, all the things. And I just like, yo, like (laughs) I need this team, but I don't even, I don't even have time to start trying to look for the team. You know, it's just, no, I understand that. That's kind of how it was with the boutique. Uh It was like, I had to be so many, it was just trying to be so many things, even with a business. So it was just two of us, Mm -hmm. but having so many things to do mm-hmm. and you know still work in the business mm-hmm. like just doing all of these things but I think what's different this time around is the approach that we took the one program like mm-hmm. we, I focus on the one thing instead of focusing on all the things I want next level society mm-hmm. to be because like I said I wanted to be a resource center mm-hmm. so it's a bunch of things that um, I want Next Love Society to be doing. But I started off focusing on the one thing. And it was like, I'm going to get this program started. Mm-hmm. And so that was the one thing. And then, and now we're growing to the other things that we are about to start doing. Mm-hmm. Once I had the team is when I started growing more, you know, more into things, more into the different avenues I want us to have. And then it wasn't as soon as I got the team either. It was maybe like months after I got the team. Mm -hmm. And then even still, I would say, I mean, there's a process, you know, and it's still a process with us now. Mm -hmm. Like one of my board members don't live in the States right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's that part, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so there's just a lot of, there's a learning curve. Yeah. And I just think that, the key is just being patient and taking your time, but still constantly moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the space I'm trying to get to mm-hmm. because as much as I'm like saying it to you guys, it's something I struggle with mm-hmm. because like you said, it's like there's this pressure of making sure that things are moving forward. Mm-hmm. I've asked these people to be a part of this and at the end of the day, we're a team, but it still falls on me. Yeah. At least that's how I feel. Yeah. But... For me, it's just long as we're progressing, long mm-hmm. as we're doing something, long as we are, you know, constantly moving forward, then I'm okay. Or mm-hmm. I'm learning to be okay with yeah. that. And then also, I think another thing for me, I would say that if that pressure is too much for you, then owning a business might not be mm-hmm. where you need to be. And the re- mm-hmm. only reason I say that is because. Like I said, I feel the pressure now. So don't, like, as I talk to y'all, don't get it twisted. <laughs> as I talk to you, don't get it twisted. <laughs> They're like, I'm just so yeah. grounded and I just have it all together. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I, no, I feel the pressure on a regular basis. Yeah. But do the pressure make you stop? And it, mm-hmm. is the pressure too much? Yeah. And is it making you stagnant? Those things are kind of the questions you have to ask yourself. Mm-hmm. Because I started thinking, I want to pay salaries. Yeah. And then it becomes the pressure of making sure we have to be making enough money Mm -hmm. that this person who's getting paid a salary, I keep making that money. Yeah. Not like we get this, we get this one grant 
Woohoo! Yeah. But we still have to keep generating money. For sure. Because we're talking about people's livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. And so when I first had that thought, the pressure <laughs> in that moment was like, oh God. Yeah. But for me, I just know this is where I'm supposed to be and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm okay with it. Now, again, I'm still learning how to manage the pressure sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do get a little unmotivated. But I just, I I really kind of force myself to step snap out of it because yeah. it's like, no. Well, that goes back to um, starting with your why. You know, like that pressure comes on and all the stuff you're thinking about what you have to do and all of that. So here's a resource I'm just going to throw out there. I actually listened to um, a podcast. It's kind of a newer podcast called Business Shit by this um, woman named Mimi G. And she's in the like the sewing fashion kind of community. And um, she's been around for a long time. I think she started on YouTube or whatever. But recently she started this podcast. And one of the things that she threw out there, she got she's a resource. Like look up business shit. Is business shit spelled S business spelled business, but shit spelled S H E T. And um, it's an acronym. Like you'll you'll find all of that when you look it up. But a book that she mentioned, she mentioned a few books, but one of them was Start With Your Why. So you know me, I went to the library and I'm like, okay, let me find this book. And I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> I don't even normally do this, but that book it was just so hard for me to get into. I had I checked out three books. I read the others and I just I couldn't. I tried to come back to that one. I couldn't even get to. I got the point. Um, and the person who wrote it has a TED talk. I watched the TED talk, but that book I just was like, you know what? Maybe I'll come back around to this. I'm not there yet, but I also think it could be, you know, the timing too. Uh, that was my first time even going back to check out books after having a baby, and you know, you don't really have time to just sit there and read like that. So um, I think I checked that. Think and Grow Rich out and um, a Marion Williams or Williamson. I'm not sure her name. One of those books or whatever. Return to Love, something like that. Um, but outside of the actual book and its content or whatever, it start with your why. And then you know when you think about your goals and stuff like that. So it's so much easier to get through or to bring yourself back down or back to reality or or calm yourself down or when you get into those things when you think about why you're doing what you're doing and it kind of brings you back to who you are because you're just like okay you know this this me I'm it just it just helps to to pull you back to where you need to be because you know you need to get this out if nothing else like yeah you want to you know feed your family you want to do this you want to all these things, but there, as a, as a creative, you know, there is something in you that you have to get out, period. Period. And you can't stop until you do. No, I totally agree. And I actually love that you said that because I think I hadn't been able to articulate that the mm-hmm. way you just did. Okay. <laughs> but, yep, that's key. <laughs> yep, that right there. Which is, because recently... So I work with a nonprofit where we teach like career readiness to um, kids. Mm-hmm. And one of the students asks, well, why do you guys do this? Like, why do you work here? Mm-hmm. And when I gave the story of why I started Next Level Society and, and, you know, like how it started and that whole thing, man, I was so inspired all over again. Okay. Like, yeah, 
why the yeah. real why like i want to be a resource yeah. i want to be able to help people mm-hmm. i want people to start businesses because i realize it's not as hard as we think mm-hmm. now it takes time and patience mm-hmm. and the pressure is real mm-hmm. but it's possible it's possible and remembering my why though mm-hmm. was like oh yeah it was just this really great moment for me to be like rejuvenated yeah. it was like a it was like a day at the spot yeah just having to say that to someone because someone asked me why yeah and so yeah that's what i'm like so you kind of hit it on the head yeah. <laughs> and i noticed that when i would get when I would get really excited about, you know, back in the day, starting the magazine and going off on that, you know, I'm generally a, you know, quieter or I would say more laid back person or whatever. But I would get hype. You know what I'm saying? Like talking about what I like my ideas for, how it's going to be this coffee table book, how it's quarterly and how the pictures is this. And, you know, people are reading less and less. And so it's going to be like this, like. I turned into a salesman, you know, a pitch, like I, all these things that I could never see myself. Like I, I got an elevator pitch ready, you know, like all this stuff off of my, my magazine. Like, no, 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 no. You ain't seen nothing like this. Like, oh, oh, like the, the way I felt about it or whatever. I turned into a completely different Jakina. Um, and the thought, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think we, we talked about this before, but how, you, like, my imagination, you know what I'm saying, has saved me, or my imagination is like a, a safe haven, you know, like me thinking about it, me seeing myself there, me visualizing is just like, oh shit, like, I can really pull myself, you know, from some dark places when it feels real, you know what I'm saying? When it's like, okay, okay, okay. Like I'll get a whole new idea. Like I can, I can excite myself all over again. I can excite people around me. I can like pull people in, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm hype about something, you know, and I, I, I on a, me just trying to tell you like, you know, like, Oh yeah, I want to start a magazine or I think it'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? But when I get into it, Oh shit, you, you, you ready to give me some money. You know what I'm saying? You believe in me too. Like I can sell that shit. Um, so I knew, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew I needed to do it. I knew I needed to get it out. I just, I do just know. And so, um, that's, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling, I'm getting that back, but with, you know, my new venture, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole fashion thing or whatever it, it, you do start with your why. And, and honestly, I wanted to say that that isn't even just a, um, a creative thing. Like my mom is a nurse, right? And so she's, um, she wants to, you know, go for another hospital or you know do some other stuff travel nursing like she you know she kind of want to like move out of the the place that she works in or whatever and so she's kind of going back and forth like oh you know I haven't been there that long I want to do you know xyz and you know she just kind of ruminated over some things and so she's you know coming up on a big decision to make you know she is getting up there she wants to you know be like why why would you want to just leave when that her career is in nursing you know she she in her career and you want to build the time in some place you know you wanted to look a certain way or whatever i guess you know retirements and stuff like that whatever all that is that matters but i remember telling her as she was thinking about you know going to this other place like um you know, why are you thinking about your decisions and all that? Just does it get you to your goal? What's your end goal? What's your goal? Is what whatever your goal is, it's just making this decision bring you closer to your goal. 
So that's that's going back to the why and all of that. You can you can look at it in whatever way. Like your why is kind of like your reason for doing it all, or you know, however. But you know, you break it down into the goals, short term, long term, or whatever. Is this decision right here today going to get you to the next step, the next goal, or whatever to to the bigger goal, or you know, does it get you? You know, however you get into that bigger picture, is that going to do it? And you also have to consider, like, you know, your happiness and sanity at the moment. Like, you don't like this place you work. And you know, like, she's a nurse. You can get another job. This this ain't like, you know, some other stuff. I think she was caught up. You know, she's she not a millennial. She's that older generation where it's like, you know, you, you work a job and you stay there for some time. You know, she's concerned with her resume looking away. She don't want to look like she hops all over and, you know, those things. And I'm just like, look you finna go make some money somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't like it there. You have this goal of doing what is staying here going to get you your goal or is taking that next job going to get you your goal, which is going to get you there quicker and happier. Do that. She paused. You know what I'm saying? She was like, huh. you know, like, oh, your daughter, you know, you know, tell you the thing. She's like, I'm glad you said that. And I was like, thank you. That, that makes me happy. Girl, I'm like, glad you said that. <laughs> I'm, girl, I'm like, you got all the tea today. <laughs> Jakina with the wisdom on this week. I've been doing myself help. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, shit is coming around. She's like, oh, okay. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I'm going to move on now. <laughs> I mean, and it's helping me look. You know, my little big purchase, you know what I'm saying? But the end goal, is it a, is it a, it's a means to an end, you know what I'm saying? Some stuff is scary as fuck, you know, you know what I'm saying? Amen. But you just have to look, is that going to get you that money? It, for me right now today, it's about the money, you know what I'm saying? I'm not playing with shit else. I don't look all the creatives, all the dreams, all the goals, all the, you know, the pretty things and the this is and that's, I need this money. You tell, I mean, you ain't never lie with that one. I'm, listen, because the thing is, because I say, like, being a resource is strength. So I'll come up with an idea or I'll find out about something and uh-huh. I'll just give it to people. Like, I find out that, I don't know, like, I found out about a sports grant. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have, you know, mm-hmm. nothing to do with sports that ain't my arena. Mm-hmm. But I have a friend who, do. I automatically send it to him, like, Boom, here go the mm-hmm. sports grant. And maybe I'll drop the actual name of it in the link because I don't remember what it is mm-hmm, right now. Mm-hmm. So y'all can hear about it later. Yeah. But <laughs> this one is going to be full of links and show notes that you're going to need to read. But I realized the more I was sharing these resources with people, then people are like, well, help me be in my business. Exactly. And I'm like, hold on. Yeah. No, no. Now, in the past, though, because I have such a desire to help, mm-hmm. I would say yes. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, of course. Yes, and now I'm like, you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna help, you have to pay for mm-hmm. it. The only other way outside of paying for it is you need to be contributing to Next Love Society in a great way. Mm-hmm. So if you're not contributing to Next Love Society and you're not paying for it, I'm sorry, I can't help you because my rent don't pay itself. Mm-hmm. And not even just my rent, just the fact that like, like I have goals. In my personal life, like, I'm going to get married, but I don't feel like I can get married right now because I want my income to be at a certain point when I get married. Yeah. Because I want to be able to say that, like, if my husband don't have it, I can. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, my income needs to be enough for two is how I see it mm-hmm. if I'm getting married. Mm-hmm. And 
right now my income is not enough for two. Mm-hmm. So when I get married, I want my income to be enough for two. I want to have kids. I need more income to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it's not like a, you know, like a money hungry thing, but mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to value my time. And I need to value my you, time. Exactly. <laughs> you need to value your time first and foremost. But that, you know, that brings me back to uh, the book that I'm currently reading, which is You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And I listened to the audio first and it made me go buy the fucking book. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, look, I need to have this at all. I need to have this on me, my person, you know, plus I like books, but um, one of the things that I heard her say was just breaking down. I think did we talk, I may have mentioned this before. I will sound like a broken record because all I'm doing is reading the same shit over and over again. So it sinks in, but she talked about, um, money. Don't look at money as, you know, money, look at it as currency because currency has energy. Did we talk about this? A little bit. Yeah. And, um, it's a good reminder. Yes. So looking at it as, uh, energy, currency, all of that stuff. And it, the energy exchange, uh, when you pay in for it, like you have to step your energy up. Like say, you know, you want to, you want something, you want a life culture, you know, you even just buying this self-help book. If I'm looking at like, Oh, I shouldn't spend this $10. I already listened to it for free on, you know, the audio version or whatever. But that, that's not, that's that's not that's not the frequency you want to be on you talking about money and getting money but you want a broke ass frequency and that's not the currency the energy so you step it up you put it there and now that you've spent that you got to make that back you know it, it just reinvigorates you it brings that energy back and so um as far as your friends and the people that you know uh want something for free when you require uh, them to pay they have to take you serious and when people pay for shit they take it more seriously especially if they spend their real money you know what i'm saying people want they what their money's worth and want it back and so you're going to be required to step your energy up absolutely absolutely and i'm here for it because i'm telling you i'd be having all the ideas i'd be like yeah. oh yeah oh ah but I've learned to roll it back because I'm telling you, every single time I give someone an idea, then they latch on to me. No, no. Mm-hmm. I gave you ideas. So, you again, I want to be a resource. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily yeah. do all, be a part of your team. Yeah, but that's being <laughs> a thorough resource. So, that's one of the, another thing that I was listening to. I, I'm going to throw out another uh, podcast. Hashtags and Stilettos by Sakita Holly. This girl, honestly, I kind of think about you a little bit. And she's like, you know, she's a PR person or whatever. But you're like a business strategist. And y'all, it's like, it's real similar. I think you'll like her. You need to check her out. Um, But it makes me think of you and the strategies and all that stuff that you, you know, you say. Um, But just today when I was listening, I think she was talking to somebody else. And they were just talking about uh, that same exact thing. When people, people come to you and um, like, so you say you throw out a grant. But if they never wrote a grant before, like like I said, the person who told me about the grant, so they just told me about it. So I sat up there, I had to do all the research and I did all that, but I'm, I'm like that anyway. I'm not going to just sit up there and be like, okay, you tell me what to do. You tell me, you tell me, you tell me. You already told me about it. I, I do, I do the research. Like it's, I don't even think it's a thought to not like if, if somebody's putting something out there, I'm just going to go find out what I need to know. I don't always just go right to the person like, okay, what do I need to do? Okay. So what's this? Okay. So what's that? And that'd be tripping me out when people do that. Like, people, can you read mom? People like, do it all the time and it blows me to no end, especially for adults. When, yes, when kids I'm dealing do with it, adults. like when I'm working with kids and they do it, it's no problem at all. I have such a patience for, yeah. you know, when it's young people, 
when it's an adult, I'm not going to spoon feed you. Yeah. And so that's the difference. I'm, it's not that I'm not willing to help and give you details. Yeah. I break the details down like, okay, when writing a grant, these are things you need to pay attention to. These are the areas. Me with the um, Chicago Park District. Mm-hmm. When I start working with them and realize how open they are, I'm telling everybody, get in with the Chicago Park District. Mm-hmm. They want to... Be a part of the community. Mm-hmm. Use your... I was telling Ooh, everybody. <laughs> I just got this idea. Okay, go ahead. Oh, my God. Okay. But then people get to... And then I'll give you direct context. Like, boom. Here go the person's name. Mm-hmm. She reach out to. This is her title. This is what she do. I'll do all of that. Yeah. But then people will be like, well... What should I say? What should I say? I don't know. What's your fucking idea? Like, that's you. That's you. I'm going to tell you the other thing that really <laughs> blow me too is convincing people that um, it's a good opportunity. Yeah. Listen, you do what's best for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to convince you mm-hmm. when it's an opportunity mm-hmm. in front of you. Mm-hmm. No, no. No, no. <laughs> like, I recently... Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to tell you, I one of my friends, um, we place my, the company I'm working for we place an intern with them. And so the company I'm working for, and I'm not dropping their names specifically right now, but um, they, um, it's ran by older women. And so they didn't see the value in the internship. Mm. And my thing was like, I'm not about to convince you about this dope internship. Mm -hmm. Mind you, we work with kids between the age of 16 to 21 they are at risk youth, mm-hmm. and that's to say the least, because you know I'm not gonna go into the details mm-hmm. of really where our kids come from. Yeah, but they're definitely at risk mm-hmm. youth. Mm-hmm. So if they're in the internship that I'm placing them in, and you don't see the value in that because they felt as if all they were doing at this internship was cleaning, and that's true. Mm-hmm. Most of the internship they were spent cleaning, but guess what? At any given time. Somebody can walk through that door mm-hmm. that's beneficial. Mm-hmm. And I know this personally because I've been in this establishment mm-hmm. and seen people walk through like, did Jada kids just walk in? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Was that, was that, that was just Jada kids, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been in this establishment and seen stuff like that mm-hmm. happen. So, yeah. Not, if 70% of the time they clean it, but 30%, they can run into an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Plus, we always talking about, you know, half the problem is these kids need something to do. Come on now. But then, like I said, I'm not here to convince you. So the yeah. moment they got to complaining about it, I was like, no, no, enough said. Don't worry about it. I don't need to put them in an internship. Don't worry about it. Because I'm not going to convince you yeah. why this is a good opportunity. Yeah. And uh, same example, or just an example of both of those scenarios I was just talking about. Here's a young lady. She is a black farmer. That's huge. Black people don't farm. So that's huge. Wait, I don't love... say that. Don't say that. <laughs> it's very little black farmer. So the fact that she's doing that to me is freaking huge. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling her, I'm like, man, you should be on the West Side because right now the West Side is considered um, a food desert. So there's no reason you should be trying to, you know, like do your business venture on the West Side. And she like... Well, I'm from the South Side. I'm a little more comfortable. I'm done talking. Then she also was like, well, let's sit down and meet. Now you're trying to let y'all. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what 
what I mean. This is what, to sum up all the scenarios yeah. I was just telling you about, this is what I mean. Yeah. Now, you told me about your business venture. I want to help you. And so my way of helping you is like, boom, I know exactly the area you should target. Target the West Side. They're giving out buku money mm-hmm. because it has been titled a food desert. Mm-hmm. So go to the West Side. And the first thing you say is, oh, my God, that make, makes me nervous. I'm from the South Side. Boom. I'm not about to convince you. Yeah, that sounds so fucking dumb. I'm not about to convince you. 2019. <laughs> about this great opportunity. Yeah. And then your follow-up was, we should meet next week and discuss this. No. Yeah. We shouldn't. No. You should do your research. <laughs> do your due diligence. Come on. Come on. Pick, Google. Motherfucker. Like, what? A better way, and so since we're talking about resources, I'm going to give you a better way how to handle a situation like that. Okay. If I gave her that information and she came back and said, hey, I found this grant on the West Side, Mm -hmm. can you help me Mm -hmm. or give me some pointers on how to... How to fill this grant out. Mm -hmm. Boom. Yes, I'll help you. Exactly. If she came back and said, "Um, I think I want to partner with this business entity on the West Side... You know, like, what you think? Mm-hmm. Boom, I'm willing to help. Mm-hmm. But if you're, but you just like want to meet next week and you don't have a plan, you don't have nothing, mm-hmm. you don't have an idea. What you the don't fuck are you going to do when we meet? You want to waste my time talking about what you're uncomfortable doing? You go, okay, I can't, that, that, that's self work that you need to do before. Like, okay, so you need to take a lot of steps back, a lot of steps back and work on you first. Because that's what, that's what I hear. Because here you are, you sound like you need a job. That's what you sound like to me because you're not ready. If you can't, if you can't do X, Y, Z, like if your mind don't automatically think in certain things, you need to stay in your job for longer, you know, secure some multiple bags or, or whatever. And then, you know, start to baby step your way into some other shit because you ain't even crawling right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean, I'm going to say, I mean, I uh, don't know. I'm not going to say <laughs> I agree, but I don't disagree. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. And Because what I found is that a lot of people are like that, period. A lot yeah, of people say that, that they are leaders and they're not. Because it's cute to say. A lot of people, it's not even cute to say. They think they, in their head, that they really are a leader. And it's like, but you know, a leader moves. And... Who you leading? I shouldn't have to. <laughs> this also goes back to why I feel like, oh, I'm definitely about to start charging because yeah. people yeah. definitely will be like, I'll give them all these ideas and then just they leave it alone. They drop it. Girl, this is what you do. You refer them to your website. Oh, look, I have a package for that. There you go. Boom. Can you? Oh, I'll pull it up on your phone for you. Here's what I do. That's what, here's who I've worked with. This is all of my successes. You can see it right here. So a meeting right here, you know what I'm saying? I really like you. Maybe I do meet with you. Boom. That's still going to be, well, I don't even think people know that you're supposed to buy the fucking person the coffee or something. Like, Come you, on, like they will say, <laughs> Come on. Oh, it's it again. Come You want geez. my time, but then you want to <laughs> You don't even buy me a fucking juice. Like, come on, man. Like, mm-hmm. or the biggest slap in the face for me too is like after I helped you and then you go pay somebody <gasps> else. Debbie, <sighs> like Debbie, would like, oh, I'm done. Debbie, I'm done. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, until your point, that's why our memberships for Next Level Site will be dropping. <laughs> um, 
March 2019. Okay. So uh, check the website. All right. If you need help building your business, uh, sign up for a membership. Yes. We'll be available in March 2019. Look, we got the resources for y'all. I have the resources. <laughs> I give you tips on grants, yeah. articles of incorporation. Yeah. I can show you how to do that. Mm-hmm. Business plans, all of the above. That's such right quick. Since it's about the money. Like, okay, so resources, yes. You need to know where to start. It's certain things. Let's just break it down like this. Yes, you need to work on you. That's You are your first resource. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You need to get your, your mind, body, soul, all that aligned <laughs> and together because this that entrepreneur thing, that freelancer thing, the side hustle thing, all that stuff requires stamina. It requires uh, uh, strategy. It requires a lot of stuff. And you need to do some work on you first because, you know, you're about to embark on a journey and you're going to get told no. You're going to feel rejected. You're going to have a hard time, you know, and, and then some, some shit might be so easy. You may have a blast and it may be going, going, going. But trust me, there is some kind of bump in that road waiting for you. Get yourself right first. You know what I'm saying? And But for a lot of us, a lot of people that I know, a lot of starting from, you know, where we coming from, the, our culture, our, you know, whatever, you, we have a couple of things to just get over first. And that's why I always say you have to start with yourself. Uh, but then, you know, let's just get to the real thing. You need some money. You know what I'm saying? Like everything is so much easier when you're not worried about money. So it's it's money and time. Like th- those are things you're constantly battling, uh, ju- juggling or however you want to look at it is, okay, is it your time or is it your money? Like you can have a good job, a great job, um, but the time and there's where the stamina comes in and like, okay, so you got to work your nine to five, then you got to work your five to nine, you've got kids, you got this, like, you know, shit's going to be, you know, it's not just no walk in the park, you know, um, if you don't have kids, Please. I mean, you're already doing it and I did it. I just had my first kid. So I did it for a long time trying to maximize, trying to learn, trying to do all the things I need to do to set myself up. Um, but I just want to put this out here. I know it's it's a weird segue, but since we talk about money and side hustles or whatever, I just want to say like, you know, the, the ride sharing and or like delivering food and all the lift. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking about the things. Yeah. Because I think you... It's it's a level of humbling yourself. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I'm telling y'all, she preaching on this podcast today. We even going longer than usual. We may have to keep it longer than usual because she's preaching. Okay? I'm going to have to... I'm sorry. Let me interject this testimony real yeah, quick. Yeah, to yeah. Just really what she just said. Humbling yourself. I've been driving... <laughs> so I've been driving for Lyft yes. and I wouldn't even tell people that that's what I was doing. Yeah. I would keep it so low key. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't, I, they gave me the amp. I'm not using that. <laughs> Them stickers can't be on my car because no one can know yeah. this is what I'm doing. If you don't humble yourself, I have to humble me. Yeah. I have to humble me yeah. because the reality of it is everything you just said being able to balance your finances and your time uh-huh. while building a business yeah. is the hardest yeah. balancing act you'll yeah. ever do. Exactly. And guess what, though? Lyft allows me exactly. to have the freedom to work when I need to work yes. to be able to make money, but also have the time I need the time that I need to build the business. Exactly. But the sad part is, though, I had so much pride that I wouldn't tell people I, or I wasn't doing it all the time or I would just do it every blue moon mm-hmm. or, or once a week, you know, like struggling all of when you don't even got to struggling and I don't all even because to. of what people may fucking think. And who, Girl, gives a fuck? first of all, I don't even know what the fuck they got going on in their life. 
I don't. It don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't even matter. But I was in service. I was doing the same thing, and I would go from real, like a full time job, to then you know focusing on like the um, retail or whatever. I would never tell nobody where the fuck I worked or went. Like I, the only time you ever heard me talking about where I worked is when I was working a full time job. Like, oh yeah, I worked here. Or the other times you're like, what you can do? Shit, you ain't never gonna know. You ain't never gonna know. You don't need to know what the fuck I do because I was embarrassed. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about like low 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 embarrassed like you know how you like your friends are all making money you like I, I i was getting i'm i'm tired now of being the starving artist friend you know what i'm saying like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but what i realized is going back to your why do you know how many stories i've heard of people like going back like, like quitting their corporate jobs and they end up waitressing or doing whatever because of your time you know what i'm saying like yes yeah, so you need to still have some kind of income so that's where waitressing coming in and they're getting a lot of money and tips or bartending or whatever and now they have their time you 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 have to have your time in order to build this business in order to take these means in order to have lunches and coffees with these people in order to do this stuff like in order to sit there and apply for a grant that you heard about whose deadline is coming up next week or you know some shit like that like you need your time you preaching and girl jesus yeah Um, and you need a job where you can't be worried about oh i called off so you know because i got this meeting or because I need to have a meeting, yes. or because I need to be at this event, yeah. or I need to be here, or I need to be there. And I'm going to just say this because, you know, I want this podcast to be as real as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, to talk about humbling yourself, yeah. I was in a whole, like, courting process with this guy who mm-hmm. didn't even know I was driving for look. <laughs> That's how, like, prideful yeah. I was about it. He And then the crazy part is, like, now that it's over, it's like, for me... And I'm like, I'm wondering why I kind of didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I wasn't being vulnerable. I'm yeah. not being really showing who Woo! I am. I'm not being honest. <laughs> and I'm now you preach <laughs> Girl. Oh, my God. Wonder why I didn't work out. <laughs> or even, you know, as women do, want to put all the blame on him. Mm-hmm. When it's like, I can't even do that because yeah. I know I wasn't even being completely yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And being able to be like, yep, I drive for lift sometimes yeah. because... Cause I'm hustling because I, I need this extra yeah, money. Yeah, and I don't want a nine to five because a nine to five is gonna take from me building the business. Yeah, yeah, girl. Then we gonna okay. So you know we gotta have an episode on like we we gonna do it like a partnerships episode, but we could talk a little relationship stuff a, a little because I ain't going into details and all none of that stuff. But I definitely <laughs> got some issues there. We all do or whatnot. But yeah, so just back to the money, you know humble yourself you know work on your pride I don't, don't even look at it as humbling your fucking self do what you got to fucking do make some money and don't you know what get your time do what you have to do yeah. and don't worry about what no one else is gonna yeah do. i don't give a fuck i don't i mean that's where i'm at these days you know what i'm saying you know, i don't care you know thank you jakina for <laughs> asking me to be a part of this podcast because <laughs> you know this testimony service today okay, just touched okay. my spirit yes. because you know I don't know, y'all don't know, but I'm a huge Cardi B fan. Oh, and lucky oh. if you think about it, like this girl was whole stripping, whole stripping to finance her life. And look where she is. And I'm ashamed to see, to be like, oh, I drive for Lyft. I, I, I'm about to start driving for Lyft. How about I put that out there? <laughs> I'm about to start. <laughs> what? I got. I got. I. I. I'm starting with my why. I know why I'm doing it. I have a goal. 
And I'm about to make that shit happen this year by any means necessary. Mm. Yes. This is of Jakina. This friendship today. Uh-huh. So, so I'll do what I got to fucking tell. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It, it'll be, you know, we'll be talking differently, you know, 2020, 21. You know, everybody likes to talk about their backstory once they got through the, the muddy part. So I can't wait to share with you all what we're not saying for real. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can laugh about that other shit because we, you know, just rolling in dough. So, you know, cheers to that. And that wraps up this going into a whole hour. <laughs> um, but okay, y'all, we will talk to y'all next week. You know, check us out next Monday. Look in the show notes. Uh, hit up our social medias. We definitely gonna have some chitter chatter about social media and all that stuff coming up. Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is why some girls, while we get grants, while we hustle, while we making this money, you know, while we doing the things we doing, right? While we successful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bye, y'all.